everyone. Welcome to Jibber Jabber. A kiki where we talk about whatever we want. With your hosts, Miss Kevin and Edie, your friendly neighborhood queers. Mm. Yeah, everyone. Um, welcome to our uh, pilot episode of Jibber Jabber. I'm turning my resentment into content. Exactly. Edie, tell the listeners what Jibber Jabber is. Jibber Jabber is how my mother describes our kikis at the beginning of every episode. And she describes <laughs> it as her reason why she has not listened to an entire episode yet. <laughs> We're taking that phrase back. <laughs> Ownership. <laughs> We're taking it's our word. Jibber jabber is yeah. our word. You can't have it. We're taking You it can't back. insult me by calling my Kiki jibber jabber mother. <laughs> She's not listening. We can say whatever she wants. Please don't misunderstand us listeners and think that because we're doing this, we're not going to Kiki at the beginning because it's not mm-hmm. possible for us to do that. Mm-hmm. This Indeed. is an in addition is to, like- not an instead of. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we know we know what our strengths are, and we're three best friends. We're the three best friends best that friend. have. Oh, yikes. yikes. And uh, we, we, we can talk to each other, and that's why we all thought this was a good idea for the podcast, because, you know, we could just shoot the shit. We could talk about scary things or talk about, you know, our past high school experiences, embarrassing stories. <laughs> Yeah, There's I mean, it's honestly, well. it's just like a, we're just going to be more personal than we would be. And it's just kind of, I mean, if you're here, it's, if you, if you're this far along, it's because you like us. So, uh-huh. so or this at is least more it's so what I'm you. telling myself. So this is just a little bit of insight into, into creepy inquiries. <laughs> now, if we're getting personal, should I take my top off? Absolutely. Are we getting nude? Mm, you know, I think whatever you Look wouldn't guys. do. Tits. Woo! Tits. Oh my tits god! Out. We got tits, tits. We got a tits skull bra. Skulls. I got skulls in the tits. Miss has <laughs> a skull bra. Uh, my chesticles are bound in um, beige no, grandma I, lace. So. Any every other bra I have looks exactly like yours. <laughs> you just caught me on a good day. <laughs> Everything else is pure utility. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what what kind of segments do we want to inaugurate? Is that the word that I can use to uh, for Inaugural? this episode? Inaugural. I mean, we got to do a smasher pass. Oh yeah, a smasher pass. We've been talking about that for a, a good We've hot second. Smasher pass, human edition. Smasher pass, mm-hmm. cryptid edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, smasher pass, ghost edition. It could be. Nothing's off Alien the table. Edition. I mean, if there's something like we can post like a picture of, like on our Instagram for oh, our yeah. um, smash yes. or pass, then I think anything could qualify just so we could have like, you know, listener. All right. Well, you know, okay. 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 Mm-hmm. We've got mm-hmm. to talk about it because Ryan Murphy is fucking at it again. And yeah. Dahmer has infected Netflix. I think as I, of today, as of I our just recording. S- 
I just started Wait, watching it. Happening? I only got like half way into the pilot. Dahmer is a Ryan Murphy executive produced story about Jeffrey mm-hmm. Dahmer where Evan Peters is mm-hmm. Dahmer. And it's called Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Y'all know how I feel about oh, calling no. people monsters. And it's Ryan Murphy, so you know it's going to be uh, maybe <laughs> promising and then turn into absolute trash about the halfway point at best. Oh, yeah. There's a, a, a already into it. Okay, I'm not going to – I'm going to be frank with all of our listeners, with all of you That's too. That's what we're here for. Jeffrey Dahmer is not on my list of – killers I've watched a lot about because what I have watched makes me too ill because it's so... Yeah, is it all the cannibalism? That. And then oh, just okay. like the smell, like I just, I can... Yeah. No, it's a... Keeping it's a of sensory. the torsos and stuff in his apartment. Uh-huh. It's very yes. visceral, that story. Yes. Yeah, it's it's like the less playful Ed Gein, you know? Yes. It's a mm-hmm. lot, it's a lot more... Mm-hmm. Sin- it's, it's, if Ed Gein was more sinister and wanted to stick his, his junk and stuff, which I don't, that was not his motivation. Yeah. Ed did not, was not motivated sexually. And then on top of that too, there were so many like morbid coincidences with the Dahmer case too, like where he ended up getting two brothers, like two years apart, like killing them the same way. Yeah. Horrific. That's true. Yeah. It's messed up. I mean, I think it's just, Like, the worst part about... I mean, obviously, the worst part is that people were murdered. But the second worst part is that that many people never had to die. Like, the police literally... Like, a a 14-year-old boy, naked Mm -hmm. boy, was drugged and running on the streets of Milwaukee, found a police officer, Mm -hmm. and then... Jeff comes up behind him and is like, oh, I'm sorry. That's well, my hey, boyfriend. yeah, that's my we boyfriend. <laughs> and like the cop was like, ooh, that's disgusting. Obviously, this child is his boyfriend. He's no, not he said, ooh, that's disgusting. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're trying. We're doing Wisconsin accents. And not well. his head accents. Like, oh, yeah. Officer, oh, yeah. that's my. And I can't do it. Officer. Uh, well, you know officer. what you got there. You know what? You That's my idea. boyfriend, officer. And mm. and then the officer was just like, "Yeah, cool, obviously." And that happened multiple times. Yeah, multiple times. And the, the, the multiple times. The cops are are shit in this so far. Yeah. I mean, it's it's honestly, it's just the reason he was able to kill so many people is just homophobia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Racism, homophobia, racism, mm-hmm. and that's also a re- really good point, Edie. Well, then I guess. We're we're all passing on Jeff. We, I, a hard pass. We all pass on Jeff. Now, I mean, I'm not passing. I'm not passing on Jeff. Like, I'm not going to watch probably this fictionalized version. But I am just uh, enthralled. Enthralled is the wrong word. I am Hashtag just Gordian slip. Hashtag I am cancel just miss. like, what is it like? I like talking and researching about these things. Because number one, there's stories and I love stories, but also because I don't understand. Like that's the Mm -hmm. reason I like cults and that's the Mm -hmm. reason I like, not like, but that's the reason I'm so drawn to researching these things. You keep digging um, your grave bigger and bigger, miss. I like cults. I'm um, enthralled by killers. I just, ugh. 
I just like to dive Can't in get and research these things. <laughs> I say this like I didn't, like I haven't been watching every minute of the Alex Jones Connecticut Dem- defamation and then trial. Yes, both me of too. you real time. Uh huh. Texting at work. Straight <laughs> we up tortured work. Miss by real time texting, no, no, honestly, spamming the group chat. <laughs> honestly, I just kept it on mute because I had a lot of meetings today. But it was nice. I don't have to watch it. I don't have to. I I know exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so all right, all right. So number so one, Smasher Pass. This. This number one, Smasher Pass. Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm a pass. Mm-hmm. Kevin's a pass. Miss is a questionable question mark. Yeah, I'm not a smash. I'm I'm passing. I'm sorry. When I said all of that before, when we said passing, oh, I did not realize we were playing the game. I thought we were just talking about like I don't want to know anything about him. So we're gonna have to walk all of that back uh, because no, I don't think so because obviously, obviously no, you were pass. speaking your truth. You were and speaking you your truth. Said what you so wanted you think to I, say. You think that you were at your most honest. You've yeah. never you been think, more honest. You just basically said, if you knew we were playing the game, this you would have answered this differently. This is why I'm good one-on-one. When there's more than two people around me, <laughs> it is instinctual to gang up. Like Barb and Star. Oh, so really maybe like Miss would rather, I don't know, drug somebody when they come into her apartment <laughs> and then make love to them drill afterwards that way. Drill holes in the back of your skull. Drill holes in the back of your skull and fill it with all kinds of stuff to make my own human zombie sex doll. Miss, we lived together for two years. And aren't you fucking lucky? I am shooketh. No, I was just saying, I thought we were just talking about like, ooh, he's gross. Like, I don't even want to think about him. If we're playing smash or pass, it's obviously pass. I'm not fucking Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, okay. okay. So that's a pass okay. now. Mentioning the Alex Jones defamation trial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've got two smashes or passes and we have to give okay. reasons. Okay. It can't just Dahmer. It's more simple. Know all the characters. We have to give reasons. Okay. Number right. one, Alex Jones, smash or pass and why? Obviously pass. I mean, why? it's obviously pass. a pass. I mean, it's obviously I mean, why? But why? I mean, well, he's not my What's your number one most disgusting thing about Alex Jones? His voice. There, there, yes, honestly, that's probably it. His voice. It has such a like, decibel that I'm sure it, it, it would like give me the Havana thing. brain disease if I was around it, like, close enough. Yeah, it was, it's the, the same thing like, uh, like Trump. Like, I can't. I even like I could never listen to him speak. I had yeah. to wait for NPR to put out their annotated annotated version so I yeah, could yeah, just yeah. read the transcript. And that's how I feel about Alex Jones. I cannot listen to the sound of his voice. Me too. Okay. And, All right. Yeah. So Miss Pass because of the voice. Kevin. Oh, pass. I also oh, said voice. I also said voice. voice. Uh, well, for I'm sure. gonna have to pick something else. Also a pass. But I think that it is other than him being a bullshit artist of the Mm -hmm, highest mm -hmm. degree. That's taken as a given. True. Uh, I think it's got to be, I think it's got to be the redness. It's the redness. He He becomes incredibly red. red He's got a very puffy face. He's got a, he's got a display, like there's a pleasing redness, like a pink, you know, somebody can have like a very cherubic redness. all over. Yeah, he's no, got his a high gross... blood pressure and alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when your eyes are the same color as your face. skin, he does. He's got the puffy face, and yeah. so it's, it's got to be the red, alarming shade of red. 
Mm-hmm. He got really red today. He was on the stand today. Did he get, did he get mad? This is a Wednesday, the 22nd. By the way, it's Nick Cave's birthday, everyone. Happy oh birthday, God. Nick Cave. Is he still alive? Kevin and I. No, he, no is still, he is still alive. He is still okay. alive. He's had I, many I tragedies in his know. life, but he is still alive. And he just completed a beautiful European tour. And he has ceramic figurines, uh, oh, 17 different ceramic figurines of the life of the devil. They're on display, I think, in like Norway or Denmark in the same gallery exhibition as Brad Pitt, who apparently has a sculpting career now. And there he and Nick Cave are at the same. Brad Pitt's a sculptor. And if you don't believe he's a sculptor, (sighs) you can look at the gallery opening pictures where he's wearing like dumb, dumb coveralls. No, thank you. Like, look at me. I sculpt. Look, look, I I look like the part, right? I got the part. Yeah, he he got into costume. But Nick has uh, 17 figurines about the life of the devil. The devil at rest. The devil goes to war. The devil returns from war. Uh, Happy birthday, Nick Cave. (laughs) Hey, listeners, if you go ahead and email us at creepy inquiries pod, because that's our main show, email us at creepy inquiries pod and let us know if you've ever heard of the cave or not. I just love to get a do we really want to harm Uncle Edie this way? I'm going to cry. I'm sh- I might be surprised I, by how many I people have on his birthday, on his, on his birthday, birthday. Their favorite performer. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be this way. All time. And you're just I, like. I, look, I think. Uncle I Edie, nobody as, even knows him. Nobody even knows him. Cool people know him. Cool people. Email us at creepyweekrewispod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I, all, spreading I, the I'm, gospel of Nick. That's what I'm trying to do. Smash or pass Nick Cave. I've sent you enough pictures. Answer smash. me. Absolutely smash. I'm. I'm a lesbian. I mean, From you're a right lesbian. You, does this does this need to does this game transcend? No, 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 no. Yes, it transcends. It transcends sexuality. sexuality. Yes. it transcends sexuality. Well, you know That's what? The He's beauty got of really Smasher good hair. Pass. I and I got a. I I I can get. Yeah. Smash. That's right. Correct answers. Yes. Smash is all around. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> rude, but okay. No, in, I don't mean no, it to actually, be rude. in a cave. Yeah, in a dark cave. <laughs> if I'm looking at him from behind while he's facing an inner dark cave. <laughs> while you're no, I'm just kidding. He's into not his an cave. ugly person. <laughs> but also, Edie, um, we've now introduced Nick Cave canon into the Creepy Inquiries multiverse because yeah. this uh, 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 mini-sode is now part of the multiverse of Creepy Inquiries pod. So he is in the mix. He's in the extended Creepy Inquiries cinematic universe. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. He's, yeah. he's the Nothing better. top of my So um, can I throw out a, a Smasher pass? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm looking at our past episode lists, and um, let's play. Oh. Yeah, let's play yeah, Smasher let's pass it. with Kushtika. If you remember Kushtika from episode 17, pre-ED. Right, look her up. Spell it for me. Uh, K-U-S-H-T-A-K-A. There, it's an otter uh, right, right, right. Otter. river otter monster otter. hybrid from the Inuit. Oh, yeah, the otter man. Mm-hmm. Oh, the otter yeah, man. he's yeah. not bad. Yeah, smash yeah, he's not bad. Not the uh, otter smash. man that one might expect. Mm-hmm. Just no, like, not like a cute. Like a human. Like heaven a, type. Yeah. 
<laughs> not like a Kevin. Oh, oh God. stop. <laughs> um, like a like a man, like a like an otter humanoid. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, Miss, I heard you say smash, right? I'd smash. I mean, for a cryptid, yeah, I'd I'd say smash. All right, all right, Edie. I would say smash because I imagine that the otter man would have use of hands and fingers. Yes, those webbed hands, mama. Yeah, yeah, mama. Mama. Yeah, so it's a smash. It's a smash for me. It's total smash for me too. Tens, tens, tens across the board for Kushtaka. Go ahead and listen to that again. It's episode 17 all the way back in our early days. Oh, that was just before. teens back then. Just teens. Back when I was only on every five episodes. Like I yeah. was just our guest, our guest star. Before I chaos magicked my way <laughs> well, we into the pod. Genuinely are so it just it felt correct because it, it just was didn't. Correct. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're so I'm so dang happy. It was the oh, best decision we ever made. And I'm not too proud to say that the non-ED episodes in our back catalog are fabulous. They are fabouche. There are some truly excellent stories in there. I don't want to toot our horn or anything, but beep, beep. (laughs) Beep, beep. Honk, honk. (laughs) Honk, honk. Um, Ooh, in, I have a piece of true crime news that I can report. Please. Hell yes. Laid on me like a lead bib at the dentist. I got to think of another one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Your uncle laid on me like there. I'm so sorry. I figured it out. I'm so sorry. Don't do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. No, no. Lay it on me like the burial shroud on that dead queen's coffin. And a tongue pop, a tongue pop and a snap. Listener. Well, that's a bad one. Yes. I can't do it at all. Yeah, I'd take away my queer card because I can't tongue pop. <laughs> but um, I'm so sorry. What were you going to say, Edie? Your Uncle Edie was there at the uh, motion to vacate hearing for <gasps> Adnan Syed. Yes, you were. Oh, my I, goodness. Tell us everything. It uh, was packed. I'm sure oh, yeah. it was. Packed with folks. Lots of family mm-hmm. of Adnan Syed bunch of people who had worked on his case at various mm-hmm. points, mm-hmm. Uh, media folks, some podcasty folks. Um, oh, I bet. Huge, huge, huge. Sarah the, Koenig, um, was she there? I don't know what Sarah Koenig looks like, so I would I not either. be able to tell you. Wait, is that the right um, name? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. From Koenig, I right. think maybe is how she pronounces it. Yes, Koenig. I'm thinking of Phoebe Judge from Criminal. Okay. Ah. Never mind. To her credit, Marilyn Mosby, the state's attorney of Baltimore City, was kind of front and center in front of the judge uh, in the in the gallery, mm-hmm. not at, mm-hmm. at counsel table. To, to her credit, because yeah. I think um, the the last days of the Marilyn Mosby state's attorney administration, it seems to a certain extent that chaos reigns, and yeah. I am. Uh, I'm glad of it. Uh, this was a long time coming. This motion to vacate, mm-hmm. yeah. The attorney, yes, but the um, investigation into the conviction this time around mm-hmm. started last October, 
by a part of the state's attorney's office in Baltimore City called the Sentencing Review Unit. Mm. Um, they review sentences and convictions to see if they if the state can uh, stand by the integrity of the conviction. But this is a unit within the state's attorney's office of Baltimore City. Uh, the city has a unit like this, and uh, Prince George's and County, Maryland, also has one. For those who don't know, the state's attorney is the prosecutor. If you're more familiar, yes, it's the same the, thing as a district attorney. Mm-hmm. If you're yeah, more familiar the, with those terms. Yeah, the state's attorney of Baltimore City is the group of prosecutors that operate within Baltimore City. And um, they, as well as um, the attorney currently representing Adnan Syed, who is with the Innocence Project, in concert with each other, have kind of been in, in partnership with each other, have been working on this. So there were, it was discovered that there were some anomalies in hmm. the case. Huh. First off, and probably most importantly, there were several pages of attorney's notes that were newly discovered in the review of the file, the case file that was, I believe, over the last 22 years, it's become 17 boxes of materials. Mm-hmm. Mm. The first, I think the first seven boxes have to do with the initial trial. And then the other 10 have to do with the appeal. And there was a post-conviction and a motion to reopen the post-conviction proceedings. So in one of those first seven boxes were these several pages of attorney's notes that had to do with, you know, the handwriting on those notes were consistent with other attorney's notes in the boxes and had to do with information about two other potential suspects. Mm -hmm. Now we don't know too much about those two other potential suspects because the investigation is ongoing, Mm -hmm. but uh, one of those suspects had made verbal threats um, towards him and Lee. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And another uh, had a connection to her in that, um, Heyman Lee's car was found in the vicinity of um, a, of, a family member of that other suspect. Okay. And that information about those two potential other viable suspects was never disclosed to the defense. It wasn't disclosed to the defense at trial, nor okay. at the post-conviction okay. stage, nor at the motion to reopen post-conviction and that is bad because it's in violation of a Supreme Court case called Brady versus Maryland. Yep, the Brady um, rule. And that means that if there is uh, evidence that is material, that is help exculpatory, helpful to the defense, that is in the uh, state's control or possession, the state has to, without being asked, has to right. disclose that to the defense. And they did not do it. Mm-hmm. whether these notes about these suspects were always in the file or left the file and came back into the file, we do not know. All we know is that they were discovered during this process over the summer. The files themselves, I believe, were held at the attorney general's office mm. when they were reviewed this summer. I do mm, not know okay. if they have been moved um, sure. or where else they might have been. But that's okay. one of the main things. There were other reasons for the motion to vacate. Um, you can read the motion to vacate. I believe it was made public or there are uh, plenty of news articles about the reasons. There's also reasons about um, 
the reliability of some of the witnesses Mm -hmm. as well as his um, original attorney, right? The, there was a question at at an earlier time. There was a question of whether the original attorney gave ineffective assistance by not challenging certain cell phone material. The state now at this point, even conceded it doesn't even have to be a an ineffective assistance of counsel problem because that would be something that for various reasons Adnan Syed has waived raising additional ineffective assistance of counsel claims. If you mm-hmm. want to read Syed versus State, a 2019 Maryland Court of Appeals case, you can find out why there. Okay. Um, but uh, now the state is saying that this cell phone data was so unreliable or so it, it, it couldn't be Verifying? It's called into question enough that, uh, that it's not, it, it isn't even ineffective assistance of counsel for not challenging it. It shouldn't have been relied on in the first place at all. Mm-hmm. So, Got it. so it's that's not kind of, we're not challenging it. That's interesting. right. Right. The that's state shouldn't have even brought it up, which I think was, uh, very helpful for the state to do that. Um, the last thing that I'll, the last two things that I'll say on this is one, the state's attorney who runs the sentencing review unit, um, used to be a very long time public defender. And mm-hmm. I think that that is one of the reasons why yeah. this was able to happen, to have a compassionate person who understands it. I'm not necessarily a huge proponent of the progressive prosecutor idea, but were it not for a progressive prosecutor in this situation, uh, this would never have happened. And also in conclusion, uh, the perfect storm that had to get this situation happening um, is extremely rare. There are plenty of people languishing in prison Hundreds of thousands. Because hundreds of thousands, because the state or government did not disclose uh, Brady evidence and they don't get motions to vacate. They don't get out. The reasons that Adnan Syed did, and I'm, I say this being extremely glad that he's been released on his own recognizance pending a potential new trial, right. uh, is because a true crime podcast Yep. At the very beginning of the true crime wave mm-hmm. in 2014, became yep. incredibly popular. That's reason one. Reason two, because the state's attorney of Baltimore City currently is nearing the end of her term mm-hmm. and also really needs the Lame duck. Uh, yeah. the good PR for various mm-hmm. reasons. You can Google Marilyn Mosby if you would like to. Um, <laughs> and because... We had this progressive prosecutor in this sentencing review unit, which is a rare kind of thing to have in a prosecutor's office. So uh, while it is truly a win uh, for Adnan Syed to be released on his own recognizance pending a potential new trial, um, it's unclear yet whether the state will uh, go forward with charges against him again. while that's really wonderful, uh, it, it is an anomaly in a way that it, it should not be. It's mm-hmm. news. Remember that. If you're hearing about it, it's because it's novel, right? This yeah. doesn't happen. The reason it's such a big deal is because it never happens. So, well, almost that's never, obviously. Point. But, like, so, I mean, I, I totally agree. Like, this is great. And... 
it seems like he absolutely deserves it from what we can tell. So even better, but there are so many. So they say anywhere between one to 2% of the prison population is falsely um, convicted, hmm. which doesn't sound like a lot until you realize that's, that's two to 300,000 people. Yeah. I was going to say we have the most prisoners in the world. Oh my God. Yes. We, I there's thought. nothing we love more. Oh, I mean, yes, it's, it's good, but, it's important to remember. Yes, and important also to remember that Adnan Sayed deserved this motion to vacate, whether he is guilty or innocent of this crime. Absolutely. The this, state this had the burden of proof of to guilt. play fair. No, no right. it is not. The state right. had the burden yeah. of proof to play fair and to uh, convict him beyond a, beyond reasonable, a reasonable doubt, doubt. under the rules that we have. Mm-hmm. And the rules that we have are ostensibly to protect our rights when the state comes to try and take our freedom. Ding, ding. So people yep. will talk. I've, I've read a lot of like. You sound like a lawyer. Of, I know. I've read a lot of uh, opinion pieces about like, oh, well, don't be so sure you know if Adnan Sayed is innocent or don't be so sure if you know he's guilty. It truly doesn't matter. Uh, and for the purposes of this motion to vacate, his Correct. guilt or innocence does not matter. Correct. Yeah, all this is saying is that the prosecutor, the state's attorney's office can no longer rely on the evidence that led to his conviction. So they are releasing him. He is not, his record is his record. It's exactly the same. And they have the option at any time to retry him for this crime. Yep. Uh, yeah, they have, I believe, under the uh, order of the court that was laid out on Monday, the State has 30 days to decide. Really? To, 30 days from last Monday, from the 19th. Was it Monday? Yeah. The 19th. Um, 30 days from then to decide whether they will uh, drop the That's charges or refile them. They could yeah. choose to refile them and then and eventually then down them. the line drop them pending, you know, their investigations Just in into case. these other two suspects. Yeah. Um, so I... I have I have no idea what they would do. Two years, like (laughs) on the one hand, yes. On the other hand, it's worth noting that um, Heyman Lee's brother did speak Mm. at this hearing as well. Um, He is he remains uh, devastated by this process, partially because Adnan Syed has had a great deal of litigation about his conviction over the last twenty two years. So that there, that is something to consider, certainly something to consider as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the motion to vacate while uh, the proper thing to do does also put Heyman Lee's family in, once again, in a position of being in the unknown, which is not a great place for a victim's family to be even 22 no. years later. Right. No, yeah. because now at least you know, for whatever it was worth, they had closure. Right. Right. And they no longer have that. Right. Well, shit. It's so rare that we're going to have break, that we're going to have like breaking true crime news that we can talk about. Yeah, that's actually a good week to start this. (laughs) I know. It it feels like it's destiny. Destiny's. Child, Child. That's I don't think you're ready Child. for this jelly. I don't, I don't think, think you're ready, ready for, for this, this verdict. 
Um, ooh, speaking of Destiny's Child, actually. Good segue. Uh, my partner and I listened to, there's a song called, I think, Long Distance Love. And it's by LaToya, who used to be in Destiny's <laughs> Child. LaToya and it's like it. pretty good. It, yeah, it's a LaToya Luckett song. It is pretty good, and it is very early 2000s because it's about, mm-hmm. like, making, like, long-distance phone calls to your long-distance boyfriend. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, which is not even, like, a thing. <laughs> yeah. The oh, chorus just goes, like, great. I tried AT&T, Bell Atlantic Sprint, and none <gasps> of them connected me to you. Yeah. Oh, my it rules. God. Was, it this, rules. was this produced by the I cell wanna... phone industry? <laughs> I don't know, but Bell Atlantic ain't even a phone company no, no, no. anymore, y'all. No, it's T. We gotta play that T-Mobile song T-Mobile. for some like Gen Zers and get their reactions to this. Be like, uh, what do you think well, of these teens and early twenties? What do you think about long distance love? Do you remember yeah, you Latoya Luckett? Of course you don't. You don't remember don't. Latoya. You don't remember Latavia. You don't remember Farrah Franklin. Pepperidge Farm remembers Pepperidge Farm remembers Creepy Inquiries remembers That's right Fuck yes Y'all I think we um, had a I think we had a great jibber jabber I don't know about you I think this is a successful first Jibber jabber We've jibbed I will say though if you listeners If you have any suggestions on What you want to hear um, during these little jibber jabber sessions, please mm-hmm. tell us if there's mm-hmm. like something in the news or some amazing cult you were a part of, anything like that. Or if you find Let some funny, know. like kooky meme, tag us on that. We'll talk uh-huh. about that. Smash or pass suggestions. Yes, please uh, give us all your smash or oh, yeah. pass or smash. True stories of your own strange encounters with the malefactious in the macabre (laughs) yes well um that is it for today's episode of jibber jabber y'all thank you for listening and i i guess miss where if they want to listen to us more where can they find us on all of the podcast platforms we are creepy inquiries if you want to send us an email do so at creepyinquiriespod at gmail.com and if you are ever interested in our store and our sources from our main episodes, you can mm-hmm. hit up our website at creepyinquiries.com. And Fuck. while you're looking us up on your, your app, feel free to give us a nice, a nice rate or review. Fuck yes. Five stars or I'm going to turn you into Norm Pattis's ponytail. <laughs> no. You'll have to Deep live your life. At- look it up. Is that yeah, man's ponytail? Alex Jones is attorney, <laughs> who's also an amateur stand-up comedian and super racist. It appears super racist, like terrible the N-word. One of his yeah. jokes is um, about how he needs to get woke insurance. It's the lamest bit ever. It's He's really the lamest funny. guy ever. Conservatives <laughs> do so not funny. Know Conservative what? comedy is so good. Listen, listen, it's great. Well, listeners, thank you very much for joining us for the inaugural episode of Jibber Jabber. And until next time. <laughs>